On this episode, we look at the one positive commandment amongst many negative commandments. So don't go and do stay. Coming to you from Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation on life principles, contemporary issues, and thought-provoking perspectives. Now here's your host, Justin Kim, with Inverse. So don't look at your phones and don't look at other channels and don't do this and do that, but do stay with us here on Inverse. We are looking at the Ten Commandments in Exodus chapter 20. Now, before you roll your eyes and groan, we're looking at some deeper aspects. We are in the midst of a arc, a topic of the 13 weeks on the topic of Sabbath. And rather than looking at the a Bible study on Sabbath and what's right and what's wrong, we're looking at deeper aspects, reflections on this one day about God. My name is Justin Kim. You're watching Inverse. And we are uh, amongst friends here with Jonathan and Sebastian and Kelly. I want to say hello. Hello. Aloha. Welcome. Coming to our, thank you for coming. Well, welcome and thank you for coming yes, every, every week and making that long commute uh, over here to Hope <laughs> Channel Studio. Oh, you're welcome. And uh, appreciate all the conversation that we've had all throughout the years. I'm glad to be um, growing old with you all. <laughs> let's, let's get into it. Yeah, I'm trying to get nostalgic. Um, I guess we're going to take a little bit of a break rather than the dynamic uh, discussion style that we've had in the past. We're just taking a little bit of a break and we're looking at reflections on the Sabbath. And so we want to encourage you to go to inversebible.org and download the Bible study guide. And we're looking at different, different aspects about the Sabbath. And we're starting in Exodus chapter 20. That's a long introduction. I just want to say because when we, when we look at the law, sometimes it's like, ugh, law. Uh, so let's have a word of prayer. We're going to ask for the Lord to bless us with His Spirit. Uh, we're going to be talking about Him, so might as well have Him here at the table with us and to bless our conversation. So, uh, Callie, can you pray for us? Absolutely. Father in heaven, we thank you for the privilege it is to study your word together. I thank you for giving us Exodus 20 and all the rest, and I thank you for what you've put in there for us. I ask that you'd guide us by your Holy Spirit, help us to see what you want us to see, and may we leave this conversation more convinced of your love. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And Braxton, can you go to chapter 20 of Exodus and read 8 through 11? This will be a, a, a verse that we'll be reading a lot this quarter. So if we, if we get to it uh, again and again, please don't blame us. It's the fourth commandment. It's one of the awesome commandments. They're all awesome. Uh, <laughs> but like I said in the beginning, this is one of the, 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 I believe the only positive one amongst the negative prohibitions there. So Sebastian. Okay. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do no work, you, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your cattle, nor your stranger who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day, Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. So, uh, the four of us, we are practitioners of the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. uh, we know what day, when it starts, and all the mechanics and then whatnot. What are some, some deeper elements that we can, if we scratch uh, on Sabbath, that, that we, can, we can open up into about, about revealing God's character? Mm. I mean, Sabbath has a lot to, sure. to offer, and oh, yeah, that, that's oh, why yeah. we're talking about it for yeah, 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 13 yeah. weeks here. <laughs> But, uh, you know, uh, when I think... Any direction you want and just sure. kind of giving you a jump That's ball. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really like uh, the idea of the Sabbath being 
uh, special because God's presence is specially there mm -hmm. on the Sabbath. You know, I think of creation, how he, he created uh, all these physical uh, elements of, of this planet and the universe. And uh, on the Sabbath day, he created time, but filled it not with physical things necessarily, but with his own presence. Mm -hmm. And so the Sabbath is just by, by that, because of that already set apart and holy and special. Mm -hmm. And so we are invited in this commandment and throughout scripture to, to step into that divine reality that takes mm -hmm. place in a special way uh, every seventh day. Mm -hmm. And to me, to think of that is just um, really cool. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, a, it's just kind of, it, it's different because it's set apart, if that makes sense. I love the word you use, a step into the Sabbath. I think that's just a great analogy there. Uh, and the Bible says, says here to keep it holy. Mm -hmm. The Bible doesn't say make it holy or well, it's already holy. you show, it's already holy. Yeah. Yeah. And so we are to in, uh, intentionally step into it. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, for me, I, I think of, you know, Joshua uh, and, and Moses. Well, a lot of the, the guys <laughs> in the Old Testament, when God's around, hey, mm -hmm. take your shoes off. Yeah. And you're stepping on holy ground. Yeah. And so you got to take your shoes off. So meaning the regular things that we do, that's put aside and we step into holy ground. You know, and it's not a physical place, but it's a, it's a temp, uh, time thing. So it's a little bit of a, of a different. Anyway, that's, I, I, that's what I was thinking. Sebastian. It, it also reminds me, as, as you're describing God setting aside the Sabbath, is about his holiness and his distinctiveness. Mm. We live in times where people are always trying to find ways to set themselves apart to build their personal brand, right? Pink mohawk, you know, blue hair, whatever the case may be, crazy goth makeup, like whatever. In the 90s. I mean, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the mohawk in a while. Well, I've seen a lot of mohawks recently. <laughs> all right, all right. And, and the North thing Carolina, is. North Carolina, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and I, I don't know, you know, I, I don't get that, right? That uh, people feel like this is the way that they're going to set themselves aside. But when you think about the Sabbath as kind of God's, you know, sort of like his pink mohawk, right? Like this is the thing that God says, me as the creator, this is mm. the indicator that mm -hmm. I am distinct. And to know that this day is distinct and this day is holy is to point to the holiness of God. Mm -hmm. That what is in God is not what is in all the other six days of existence, if you will, mm -hmm. right? To use that metaphor. And so what is in God, who God is, how he is, is so distinct as the Sabbath is from the other six days. Mm -hmm. And so the, the Sabbath beckons us to really consider how different and how distinct and how set apart God is from the rest of every other entity. Well, let's take that a little deeper. I, hey, I appreciate that thought. You have Zeus, the God of lightning. You have Aries, the God of war. And you have, you have our God, the God of the Sabbath. And you, mm -hmm. he's the God of di being different. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> uh, how different is he? I'm going to ask a little scratcher. How different is he? What are different attributes that, that come out? Kelly, what, are, what, what makes God so different? Well, God is good. God is good. That's a big difference. You know, a big thing about, and, you know, we're equating these gods, and I know you don't mean it this way, but it's like, they aren't the same, right? One of them's real, the others aren't. Yes. That's a big thing. Yes. <laughs> so that makes them different. Um, in terms of identity branding. <laughs> no, I get and, it. You know, social media motifs and yeah, logos yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Well, I think one of the biggest things that sets God apart is his goodness yeah, well. and his self-sacrificial love. Um, there's other gods that, you know, in the stories and mythologies, they'll do things that might look good or might even be good, but it's always with an ulterior motive. Yeah. And mostly they do bad things. <laughs> and so God is 
he created us. You know, we didn't owe, he didn't owe us anything. He created us into existence. He yeah. loved us. He sustained mm -hmm. us. He redeemed us. He gave us Jesus. Like there's all these different ways that God has made it clear mm -hmm. that his identity, that his character is good yeah. um, because it's love. Mm -hmm. Amen. Just to underscore what you're saying, I'd like to go to Genesis chapter one. Yeah. Uh, I know it's, uh, it's a very, uh, of course, kind of passage, uh, <laughs> but it is, it is a cool motif there. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know where to go in chapter 1, um, verse, verse 10, uh, he created the waters, he called the seas, and God saw that it was good. 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 Uh, verse 18, uh, this is what we read last week, uh, what Israel read last week, to rule over the day, this is the sun, moon, and stars, over the night, to divide the light from the darkness, and God saw that it was good. good. Mm -hmm. uh, verse 25, <laughs> and God saw that it was good. I mean, yeah. you see goodness sprinkled all throughout, right? Mm -hmm. You see good, 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 good. And the apex of this, you know, this climax, kind yeah. of the song, you have a crescendo, good, 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 good. And then boom, chapter 2, verse... Um, chapter 1, verse 31. Chapter 1, verse 31. 31. Yes, thank yeah. you. Mm -hmm. And God saw that everything, saw everything that he had made. And indeed, it was... Very, very good. good. And the evening and the morning with the sixth day. I just think it's cool. Like we just connect last week to this week. Yeah. That one of the primordial motifs of the existence of all creation mm -hmm. is goodness at the mm -hmm. end of the day. And I think that is so important to underline because the, the fact that God is good and only good, there's no dualism in God. Mm. God is good. God is love. Mm. And there's not even an ounce of Anything evil or, or not goodness in Him. Mm -hmm. yeah. Meaning that, you know, because if, if there was, you know, that we would have no hope. That, that would mean that, you know, this idea of, you know, yin and yang and good and evil together creating reality mm. and ex existing for all eternity, that means that our purpose in life is to have suffering and pain right. and that there's all part of, that's just part of what it means to be alive. Mm -hmm. When that was never God's intention, never His plan, never something that sprang forth from Him. Mm. Good, from him only comes. There is goodness. a lot of pop culture out there, isn't there, yeah. that that emphasizes goodness, yeah. Yeah. but actually makes darkness or evil an equal entity to yeah. that, and we have to choose between the two. But we are seeing that the Bible narrative doesn't have the two equal; it's just one. Yeah. Yeah. And the absence of goodness is evil, and that's not an entity. That's not a thing. Yeah. It's just this. Yeah. And I think there's a huge difference between mm -hmm. the two that we have, Kelly. And I think that's something that's sometimes hard for us to conceptualize mm. because mm. we don't have any other interaction with somebody who is purely good or all love. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a there's a large like push in media, movies, storytelling that's like, oh, this person's a villain, but like let's understand them. Mm -hmm. Or this person's a hero, but they're actually yeah. secretly evil. Mm -hmm. And so it show it's very complicated and that makes sense because that does reflect human nature, right? Mm -hmm. We do have a lot of mixtures and there is people that look mm -hmm. different ways, but that's not who God is. Mm -hmm. And so I believe it's important for us to remember that although Jesus took on the nature of humanity and though he identifies himself with humans, God is altogether different. Yeah. And he is pure and he is perfect and he is a hundred percent of the time yeah. love. Mm -hmm. You know, that's such yeah. an important social commentary. We do see that. There's a lot mm -hmm. of backstories, the, the the story that you don't know yeah. origin. about all these these these, <laughs> yeah, these, origin, these, story, these yeah. origin stories of villains. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's this postmodern take, like, mm -hmm. hey, evil is not really that evil. There's yeah. a lot of good in it. It's our mis uh, we've you just misinterpreted. Look at it differently. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
Yeah. Uh, we we take that and we may overblow it and even make take what's what's the real story behind Satan and and, and there's the, a show the, about that. There's a okay. There well, I'm telling you. Okay. Well, we got to get to the to, to what what God no, reveals. Yes. Even to even build more from that, the they're trying to give you a narrative behind the actions of said person, mm. right? To build a certain sympathy that they didn't start this way. Mm. And it's okay and that so, that way. And it's too. okay because they suffered evil and evil is what made them evil, right? It was the evil of the everyday person. But here in the Bible in Genesis 131, when it says that God saw everything that he had made and indeed it was very good, mm -hmm. the Bible is trying to show that what God does is a revelation of who he is. Mm -hmm. And while people may complain about why does God allow certain things, right, in a sinful world, no one has ever criticized God for creating smiles or flowers or, you know, um, sunrise or sunsets or a speckled star, you know, starlit sky or beautiful comets crossing the sky. These are all things that God also created. Mm -hmm. And yet we, we recognize that these are all an expression of his goodness, of his love for beauty, right? And for order and, and, and depth and color and variety. And so these things are, are the true revelation of God and that that which has revealed God has been corrupted by the actions of humanity mm -hmm. and is no longer reflection of God, but more reflection of us. Mm -hmm. We've been waxing eloquent about goodness and stars and whatnot, but <laughs> what is the, the practical everyday uh, implications for us? Uh, you're watching Inverse. My name is Justin. Stay with us after the break. Has Inverse been a blessing to you? Do you have questions, comments, or feedback you'd like to leave us? Find us on social media by searching Inverse Bible on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube. While there, join us, like us, heart us, thumbs up us. Our handle again is Inverse Bible, no spaces. Now, back to the discussion. Hey, welcome back. We do, do, we do not criticize God for the good things that he has made. Yeah, he's made rainbows and stars and butterflies and all these wonderful things that when we see God's beauty, we say, wow. And oftentimes we may attribute that to another element. Maybe it be evolution or maybe just a random convergence of events that we emerge from goo from the primordial slime. But mm. what Sebastian <laughs> is saying is we must acknowledge God for who he is as creator and the goodness mm -hmm. that he has. But let me ask you guys this. What is, what are the implications for us, right? Someone's watching out there and we're like, all right, yeah, I know God's good. I sing, I sing God is good all the time when I go to church. Um, what does that mean for me? Well, in my personal life, I think of um, Romans chapter 2 and verse 4 where it says the goodness of God leads us to repentance. Mm. We live in a society that is obsessed with cancel culture. And you make a mistake, you have a storied past, we cancel you. And to know that the being that has the most power and actual the own legitimacy, his own legitimacy to condemn you mm. is the person who says, I neither do I condemn you. Mm -hmm. And this lets us know that the goodness of God and to know that God is 100% mm -hmm. good, that he is always for your good and he is committed always to reconciliation, regardless of how you have heard him in the past mm -hmm. and for how long, right? Like Manasseh was a wicked king, I mean, 40, 50 years of rebellion, and yet God still accepted him when he repented. Mm -hmm. And the thing that made him even think that he could come back to God was the goodness of God. Mm -hmm. And so to me, on a practical day-to-day -day level, it's when I make mistakes, 
how I forgive myself for my lack of perfection or my lack of thoroughness on tasks or when I'm not the perfect father or perfect husband or even perfect inverse member, right? And say, man, I kind of messed up. Yes, you guys still love me. You revealed the goodness of God to me, right? And in and, and this well, God sense, reveals mercy and patience <laughs> for us. <laughs> and his goodness. That's right. And that's why I see the, the day-to-day implications for me. It's just yeah. to see in every person's forgiveness. And every time huh. a person says, Sebastian, it's okay, even though it hurt, I'm able to forgive and reconcile and move forward. Mm-hmm. That's just a minor picture piece of the mosaic mm-hmm. of the goodness of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I believe just even extending from that is how we, so we ha- Sebastian's talking about how we relate to ourselves, but also how we relate to others. Mm-hmm. It, sometimes we can really like the goodness of God towards ourselves, but not so much to other people. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to extend it. And I, I, also, I want mercy, but I want justice for right. you. Right, yeah, yeah, and yeah. especially I think it's hard when we're, try, we're doing it for, it looks like good reasons. Like, well, they need to grow, so they don't need goodness right now. Mm-hmm. They need a whole lot of talking to. Mm-hmm. That's what they need. <laughs> they need that but, pow-pow. That's right. But like Sebastian said, it's the goodness of God that leads us to repentance, and it's not strict condemning lecturing that leads other people to repentance either. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's, it's the goodness yeah. of God through us. Mm-hmm. that he, you know, lends, goes into our characters by the power of the Holy Spirit. Like that is what draws people like, man, I actually, I want to change and I want to grow. And so we need to extend that to other people. And that's, that's something we can do every single mm-hmm. day. And very big things like people who just, you know, cut you off in the grocery line, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. But also just even the, the shortcomings of our family members, mm-hmm. our coworkers, the people who hurt us over and over and over again, mm-hmm. they still are deserving of the goodness of God because mm-hmm. Jesus made them deserving. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. right. Amen. Maybe we can connect with, uh, to two concepts that we had, two concepts that we've had. Um, you know, uh, the goodness of God that's embedded in time that we call the Sabbath gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, for me, it, it helps me uh, bank on God's long suffering and that that and, and to and to how do I want to articulate this? To 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 depend on His goodness regardless of how short or how long the time is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I guess what I'm saying is with this backstories and origin stories, th- really we're in the spiritual fight mm-hmm. to see whose origin story is correct, Yeah. Mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Satan it's had, true. Lucifer has an origin story and he's saying, I've been mm-hmm. unjustly, whatever, best. whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever. And then God's like saying, he's got an origin story. Mm-hmm. And, but God has time on his side yeah. and he has the Sabbath on his side. And every Sabbath he reveals to us that goodness. Mm-hmm. And even though we may not see it, Immediately in our day-to-day, day-to-day time frame, mm-hmm. uh, we bank on him on the larger time frame because we see a pattern, a trajectory of goodness that he has already set. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Where Satan, it's pretty erratic. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty yeah. erratic yeah. Uh, to bank on that time set. You know, you know Jonathan, and especially. I could just yeah. add something, just a short thought um, about God's goodness. When I look at creation and the Sabbath, you know, the Sabbath commandments tells us to remember creation, remember God is our creator. Yeah. We see that God's goodness. Uh, goes hand in hand with intentionality and purpose. So like mm-hmm. when he created, everything had a purpose, had meaning, has, has, has a job, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so everything is designed with purpose because of God's goodness. Mm-hmm. If God was not good, if he was not 100% good, there would be no meaning to life. Yeah. Uh, you know, there would, it would make, we would have no purpose. Right. Yeah. Arbitrary. What's the point? I love that. I love that. Our, our, our episode is called The Right Focus. And rather than just keeping a day because it's the right day and it's the law, what's the right focus of things? And we looked at goodness and you bring up purpose. I love that. These are these, these abstractions that are, that are baked into yeah. the day. Mm-hmm. Sebastian? 
I was going to build also off of this concept where I was, was reading about a study at a high school where they decided to come out with an app where you could anonymously affirm other students on campus. Hmm. And so this way you didn't have to know who said it and it wouldn't come back to you. Hmm. And, you know, ironically, it was co-opted to be a negative feedback thing. Hmm. So then students just were blasting, putting people's stuff out there, terrible gossip. And you're thinking to yourself, you have a, a medium for this and you, you realize how much we gravitate towards the negative, mm -hmm. how naturally we gravitate towards criticism. Mm -hmm. And you see that when God giving us the Sabbath, it's almost like he memorialized a time and space for us to really reflect on the goodness of God because if we didn't have the time, we mm -hmm. would easily miss the goodness of God. Mm -hmm. We would miss how he was good to us that week, how he has been good to us in our family, in our lives, in our health. And to me, that, that focus, that given the opportunity, we will always focus on how we can be better. We'll always focus on where we made mistakes. Hey, but can I ask, and I think that's a powerful point, and I think that, that, that totally makes sense after sin. Yeah. But the cool thing is God gave us the Sabbath before, before, before sin. sin. Yeah. yeah. So, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not criticizing yeah, your yeah, answer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to go on the app and criticize. But I am. Um, <laughs> but what, 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 what would be for perfect beings? Yeah. Uh, what would, what, why What's the would, purpose of the Sabbath? Yeah, 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 yeah. If I can share, I'm just trying to provide some counterpoint yeah, if, yeah. if we can go to Proverbs chapter 9 real quick. Proverbs 9. And here verse 10. 9, 10. Yeah. Proverbs 9 verse 10. And I'll read it here. It says, The Go fear of the Lord mm -hmm. is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Mm. So the Sabbath, I mean, I'm not saying that I was in Eden and know all the things, mm -hmm. but, uh, <laughs> the, you know, the Sabbath was this special time that God had with humanity uh, that He, and He told them to work, mm -hmm. even in Eden, okay? Work is not a sin thing. Work was always there. But the point of work, the point of science even, is to to know the Lord, to, to have, mm. to gain wisdom. So the Sabbath would, is just like an after sin, a celebration of our experience with God, mm. of our knowledge about God. So mm. what would they have done before sin? They would have, you know, reflected upon what they've learned about creation and who mm. God is mm -hmm. and how he has revealed himself in his art, you know, which is creation. Uh, and, the, you know, science, well, the, the investigation of his creation uh, was very much part of life before sin. And so I would say that um, the Sabbath, to some degree, was about, you know, sharing about what, what we have learned about God and mm -hmm. praising him and, mm -hmm. and reflecting to him our understanding uh, mm -hmm. of who he is. Yeah, I saw a documentary on like the Mayan culture, the Mayan temple and whatever, you know, the <laughs> things that made calendars. And it, it was just cool because we don't know anything about them. But right. the more we study evidences of what they had, their, their civilization, we see that they were they awesome, intelligent and violent and, uh, <laughs> and, and all this, you know, very, very sophisticated yeah. civilization. It's, and then before sin, it's as if God has created this, this world and we were to see more, know more, experience more, and then to appreciate yeah. more of, of this God yep. in real time while He's there. Right. That's right. The, the thing was, a lot, of, a lot of people think, oh, before sin, everything was perfect. It's just kind of like this stagnant thing. No, it's no. Static thing. It's not. Yeah. It's, it's dynamic. You mm. was just, Adam and Eve were still growing. They didn't know everything, obviously. Mm -hmm. and, and so <laughs> and that's the cool thing. God wants us to grow throughout it, all eternity. He mm. is eternal. There will be an eternal. Uh, content for us to investigate. That's right. To learn more about who he is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was going to just capitalize off of what Jonathan's point briefly yeah, is please. that I love what, you know, Isaac Newton is quoted as saying is that why did he create calculus and study all these subjects? 
was because he said, I want to think God's thoughts after him. Mm. That's the intent. Wow. So God is the one who thought of it, and I just want to think his thoughts after him. Very cool. did, you, did you get that all yeah, your calculus majors out there? The more that you do, you do your homework and you do your math problems, you can think God's thoughts. That's what after Sebastian him. is saying. You can write to him at Sebastian. Absolutely. At gmail.com. So I, I see that as intrinsic <laughs> to the Sabbath and its purpose even outside of sin, mm. but also to recognize the goodness of yeah. God in higher and higher levels. Because mm -hmm. it's almost like you believe a person is good, and I, I remember thinking about, I'm, I'm just going to put Callie on the spot, but mm -hmm. I remember thinking here we go, about here we go. how, um, you know, consistent Callie is with certain things. Mm -hmm. And you get to a point where you, you, you arrive at a situation where you're thinking there's no way she can be consistent in this situation. Mm -hmm. And then she's still consistent. So it's almost like, wow, like I saw you as consistent, but I would have understood, right, if you stopped being consistent at this point. <laughs> but yet your consistency continues. It's like a even higher and higher revelation of that character attribute mm -hmm. in God. So it's like even in creation without sin, you're still learning about higher heights of the goodness of God mm -hmm. versus after sin. We're like below minimum and gosh, trying to bring us up to basic standards. Yeah, 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 like, exactly. hey, this is my goodness. But there's like higher and higher heights of goodness <laughs> right, for right. me to reveal. We'll start to here, right. though. We'll start here. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So yeah. That's good. That's good. That's deep. Well, I mean, I, I, we're we're we we've been talking about the goodness and purpose and knowledge. But let me just be real. When you when we keep Sabbath, right? right <laughs> are we that way? Are we like the goodness of God yeah. and the knowledge and the purpose <laughs> and like you know, or is it church? And so, is there a disconnect at a certain level? We uh, may say we are Sabbath keepers and we believe in this, but our everyday practice does it? Does it? Is there? I think can that's I ask that question. I, you can ask that question. Um, <laughs> to answer your question, uh, no. Not all the time, mm. I'll be honest. Mm. But I think that's why God said, remember. Mm. Uh, like to me, I, I do try to be intentional. I think what, one thing about walking with Jesus is he gives, us, gives you the power to be more intentional with life and the ability to follow through and be consistent as Kelly. She has already reached higher no. levels mm. than all of us. Everyone pray for and, me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but with the reminding, I have to remind myself on Sabbath, you know, not just to sit around, but let's go into nature. Let's explore God's creation. Let's think yeah. about it. Let's mm -hmm. let's open the word. Let's pray together. Let's sing together, um, not just as church, but in private where it's not, mm -hmm. you know, kind of, you know, coordinated. Mm -hmm. and, and Jesus helps me personally to be more intentional about that. Mm -hmm. But there's always room for growth. So mm -hmm. pray for me. No, I appreciate <laughs> it. I mean, we got to be, I mean, it's, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, Kelly. So I, I agree with Jay, and just to add on to my experience is I found that the days that I struggle the most with Sabbath is mm. when I don't allow God's goodness to enter my everyday experience. Mm. And it's when there's something that was hard that week, something that was painful or scary, and I no longer have work to keep it at bay from my mind. Mm. And so I just, I'm not, Oh, this is, this yeah, so you, you just, right you feel exposed in the presence of God because you are, and I'm like, let me sleep. <laughs> Sleeping is great. Yeah but I'm using it to run. Sure. And okay. so the Sabbath to me is the most enjoyable when we allow God's goodness to penetrate our hearts. Yeah. Yes. Amen. You've heard it here on Inverse and we are very vulnerable and we want to ask you to pray for us. We want to keep the Sabbath the way that God intended the Sabbath to be kept. And we want to also pray for you. And we want to encourage you to take eternity that's embodied in the Sabbath and to keep and observe the Sabbath the way the Lord intended. We want to encourage you to watch us next week here on Inverse as we continue the topic of Sabbath, Reflections on the Sabbath. And we hope this episode has been a blessing to you. We'll see you next week here on Inverse. God bless you.
You've been listening to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation with Callie Williams, Israel Ramos, Jonathan Walter, Sebastian Braxton, Siku Dako, and your host, Justin Kim. Inverse is brought to you by The Hope Channel, television that changes lives. For this and more inspiring episodes, visit inverse.hopetv.org. Find us on social media, hashtag Inverse Bible. Until next time, this is Inverse.